How do you view giving? Sa tingin po ng iba, it is an obstacle. It is important. Ito'y mabigat lalo na sa maliit na income. Kaya bihira sa mga nagtuturo, they are get uncomfortable to mention the topic about giving. In Luke chapter 21 verse 4, as Jesus looked up, He saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people give their gifts out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty put in all she had to live on. The story is often called It is a widow's offering or a widow's might. Isang araw ang Panginoong Isus nakaupo sa treasury kasama ang kanyang mga alagad. At tinitingnan niya yung nagdeposit ng pera sa offering receptacles. Nakita ng Panginoong Isus as the rich were contributing large sum of money. But then along came a widow with a two small copper coins in her hand. which make it is a penny, isang kusing, isang centimos. At ang bawang put her coins into the collection box. At ang Panginoong sabi ni Jesus sa kanyang mga lagad, Halika kayo, tinuro ng Panginoon ang isang widow. At ang sabi ng Panginoon, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all give out of their wealth. But she, out of her poverty, she put everything, all she had to live on. Kapatid, we should remember that Jesus watching people offering. There is an inspection of our Lord during offering. May mga bagay tinuturo sa atin about the story of this widow's might. Una, may mga bagay na hindi nakikita ng tao pero nakita ng Diyos. Ito malaking bagay, ito malaking bigay doon sa templo ang napansin ng mga tao. And that's probably what the disciples were watching. But Jesus saw, no one else did, He saw the humble gift of a poor widow. Madali lang mapansin ang mga mayaman the way He dressed. He dressed in the finest clothes. At siguro yung mga mayaman, no, nakatayo doon sa offering o nakaupo sa in the front Nang sa ganyan kapag sila nabibigay ng kanilang offering, nakikita sila sa lahat. O kaya sila'y nagmabadali papunta ng templo, lalo, lalo na nalaman nila na marami ng mga tao. Kasi kapag damorong maraming tao, makikita sila kapag naghulog na sila sa, ng pera doon sa collection box. At gusto mo nila na ayong ah, pera na kapag inuhulog na sa there's a lot of noise, ito'y umalingaw-ngaw, ito'y kumalansing. Kasi noon wala pang paper bills, Kaya daladala po yung kanilang mga coins, sa dami ng coins. At gusto na na ang mga tao nakatingin sa kanila. They like the people whispering them. They like people tumitingin sa kila kung how much they offer during the collection. At itong wedo naman, sino nakakilala sa kanya? Who really noticed her? She's not one to be noticed. She's not an important people. Sigurang bawang ito, Lumalapit sa templo very quietly. She waits quietly. Naghintay, she waits patiently 
until it is her time to give. Walang nakapansin sa kanya. Nobody lines look at her. Nobody looks. Nobody except Jesus. Alam ng Panginoon na itong bawang ito, she has no husband. Alam ng Panginoon that many times she has no food to eat. At lalo na ang bawang ito, I know she was embarrassed. Kung siya nagbibigay, baka may makita sa kanya. Nagdalala siya ng a very tiny offering. Kaya, nang siya lumalapit, tumitingin-tingin pa siya. Baka ay makita sa kanya. Kasi her score is small. At alam niya, when she drop, they don't even clink. Hindi ito kumalansing, hindi ito umalingaw-ngaw. And this was the gift. Ito po yung regalo. Ito po yung pagbibigay that Jesus thought na dapat ito ang karapat dapat. Ito ang pagbibigay the disciple needed to be aware. Second, ang pagsusuri ng ating Panginoon ay kaiba sa pagsusuri ng mga tao. Alam ng ating Panginoong Jesus that this way, no? she needed the money. Wala siyang mga kaibigan, wala siyang relatives o pamilya to look after here at wala siyang resources. But she didn't keep it. She gave it all. She gave all away. Binigay po niya lahat. Siguro, in man's tabulation, sinabi nila ng pera na ito hindi nakatulong sa manasya kasi maliit lang. But it means malaki na to sa Panginoon. Jesus said that she have given more than anyone else on that day. Bakit? Kasi kung tinan po natin yung mayaman, they drew only the large amount. Binigay lang po nila is the proportion, yung bahagi, yung sobra. Pero meron pa silang naiwan. Nanatili pa rin silang mayaman. May iniwan pa sa bahay. Kasi yung binigay po na they're only the surplus, the excess, the leftover. At alam naman natin, God does want leftover. Your surplus, He asked. God asked for the first over, not the leftover. Pero ang wedong na ito, put everything All she had to live on, lahat po na kanyang kabuhayan, binigay niya sa Panginoon. And this is a true sacrifice. Imagine, nawala yung wallet mo. Ang kailangan mo ng pamasahe para makawi sa iyong bahay. Pero manakita ka sa iyong pocket, meron kang 5 pizza. At nang hinawakan, there is a street bigger na malapit sa inyo, humingi ng pera kasi wala siyang makain. I'm trusting God that God provide a way na makawi ka sa bahay. Kaya binigay mo. Although this illustration is not a perfect, but it gives an idea kung ito po ang nadama ng isang widow. Ibinigay po niyang lahat. Ibin yung pagkain niya para bukas. Ibigay niya lahat para sa Panginoon. She has given 100% of her money and has nothing left to buy a food. She want to give She has the faith God that God will provide for her needs. Do you think ng bao ito na siya umalis sa tempo, do you went hungry on that night? No, because she put God first. And God says, if we put Him first, all the things we need will be provided for us. At ito yung nangyari like the widow of Sarifat who gave her last mouth to prophet Elijah. 
in the book of First King chapter 17, 7-16. At ito'y nangyari pagkaranang sa ngayon na ang batis ay natuyo sapagkat walang ulan sa lupain. At ang salita ng Panginoon ay dumating sa kanya at sinabi, Ikaw ay bumangon, paroon ka sa sarepta. Sa gayon bumangon siya at naparoon sa sarepta at nang si dumating sa pintuan ng bayan, narito ang isang babae ay nandoon at namumulot ng mga patpat at tinawag niya siya at sinabi, Isinasama ko sa inyo na dalan ako ng kaunting tubig sa inuman upang aking mainom. At nang siya yumaon upang kumuha, tinawag niya siya at sinabi, Dalhan mo ako, isinasamo ko sa inyo ang isang subong tinapay sa inyong kamay. At kanyang sinabi, ang Panginoon mong Diyos ay buhay. Ako'y walang kahit bunting tinapay, kundi isang dakot na harina sa gusi. At kaunting langis sa banga. At narito ako'y naumulot ng dalawang patpat upang ako'y pumasok at hinda sa akin at sa aking anak upang aming makain bago kami mamatay. At sinabi ni Elias sa kanya, huwag kang matakot, yumaon ka at gawin mo ang iyong sinabi. Ngunit igawa mo muna ako ng munting tinapay at ilabas mo sa akin at pagkatapos ay gumawa ka para sa inyo at para sa inyong anak. Sapagat ganito ang sabi ng Panginoon ng Diyos ng Israel, ang gusi ng harina ay hindi makukulangan. Uwang banga ng langisman ay mababawasan hanggang sa araw na magpaulan ang Panginoon sa ibabaw ng lupa. At siya yumaon at ginawa ang ayon sa sabi ni Elike Elias. At kumain ang babae at siya at ang kanyang sangbayan na maraming araw. Ang gusit ng harina ay hindi nakulangan, uwang ang banga ng langisman ay nabawasan ayon sa salita ng Panginoon ng kanyang sinalita sa pamagitan ni Elias. And this is the like the widow in the temple. He give away her last means of self-support. Nang ang widow ito umalis sa temple, naranasan ba niya they are completely destitute na siya ba'y naghirap? Yes, mahirap man sa physical, pero mayaman siya sa pagbibigay. Mayaman siya sa Panginoon. Kung sabihin man natin na wala siyang kapatid, wala siyang pamilya o pinapabayaan, no one look at here, pero hindi siya pinabayaan ng ating Panginoon. Does she worry next day kung saan siya kukuha ng kanyang pagkain? Does she want him and die of starvation? No! The Bible teaches us that God provides for our needs. In Matthew chapter 6, and 34, Kaya huwag kayong manggabalisa na magsabi ano ang aming kakainin o ano ang aming iinumin o ano ang aming daramtin. Kaya tuwag nung ikabalisa sa araw ng bukas sapagat ang araw ng bukas ay mababalisa sa kanyang sarili. Kapatid, we don't know kung anong nangyari this particular widow, kung ano yung future niya after yung pag-alis sa templo. But we can be certain that she was provided by our God. Just as God provided for the widow and her son during Prophet Elijah's time, God will also provide the widow in the time of Jesus at hanggang ngayon. So, paano po natin sukatin ang tunay na pagbibigay? We should remember Jesus watching His people's offering because Jesus saw the hearts of everyone. He know these rich people na they're not committed to God, that they're devotion to the Lord na hindi nagtagal, hindi matibay. Nagbibigay lang sila to 
to be praised by men. What did Jesus say about those who give to earn people's admiration? In Matthew chapter 6, 1-4, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be sent by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with the trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received the reward in Paul. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what's in your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, then your Father who says what is done in secret will reward you. So how we are given to the Lord? Dapat systematically. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2, On the first day of every week, it's one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up, so that when I come, no collection will have to be made. Anong sinabi nito? Don't bring empty-handed. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16, No one should appear before the Lord empty-handed. Sinabi, it's one of you set aside of some of money. It's one. It means individually. Hindi lang ang nagbibigay the head of the home. Kahit na ang ina and the children. Kapatid, teach your children to give it regularly to the Lord. Alam naman natin yung ating mga anak. Meron silang mga baon, meron mga allowance. At ang pagbibigay is not only for the rich para din sa mga hirap, like the way though. A practical tip of giving, make it a habit to give it regularly and sacrificially. Sacrificially, sinasabi dito that even if your income is small, natuto tayong magbigay. Kasi when your income grows, madali na lang sa inyo, hindi ka na masaktan na magbigay ng malaki. Kasi nasanay ka na magbigay sa maliit pang income mo. Madali na lang sa inyo. So if our income is small, and if you don't give it regularly and consistently, then it's difficult to give because you have not developed up the habit of giving. At kapag tayo nabibigay, meron yung kasokat. Tithing is a law. But we're not under a law today because tithing is the law of Moses. We are not forced to give a tithe of all that we receive. Because you are not under the law, we are under the grace of God. In the time of Jesus, we are under the grace. Kapag sinabi ng grace, it is the covenant of love. So if love matters, ang pag-ibig natin sa Panginoon. So it means, if you can give what is in your heart, and that is the grace. It is the grace as what the widows give offering to the altar that she put everything. And we know that the grace is more generous than law. Alam natin kapatid, talagang masakit magbigay basta the best for the Lord. You should give it sacrificially, joyfully, and graciously. Sacrificially, hindi put not out of surplus yung sobra. Joyfully is not out of duty. Bakit natin ibalik sa Diyos? ang lahat sa pagbibigay because everything is comes from God. Tingnan mo ano ang nasa sa inyo ngayon. That thing you have now 
it is not comes from you. Sinabi mo, I have my talent para ako magkapera. But who give your talent? Your help? Who give your help? I work very hard and I earn them. Who give your strength? Giving sacrificially would be a joy. Iba kasi ang joy, iba kasi ang happy. Kasi happy based in, based in circumstances. Pwede ka masaya ngayon, pero bukas, hindi ka na masaya. But that joy, iba, kahit wala kang pera, kahit bound ka sa utang, kahit may problema ka, nakangiti ka pa rin. There is a joy. Because joy, it comes from God. It is the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So if you're not giving joyfully, if you're not giving sacrificially, it means there has been wrong with your heart. There has been wrong with our relationship with our God. God moves in a person to give joyful and cheerfully. The word cheerful, yung bang, it is ready to act. In other words, kung nabibigay tayo, hindi ka na nagsabi, ibigay ko ba to? Sayang, susunod na lang. A cheerful giver is both a joyful giver, is an eager, is willing, ready, and have desire to give to our God. And our giving, it should be free. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10 verse 8, Freely receive, freely give. Tinanggap ninyo na walang bayad ay ibigay ninyo na walang bayad. All that we have is from our God and He command us to give us freely and we ought not to expect something in return. Kapatid, our hearts follow our money. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Ang pagbibigay, it is a reflection in our hearts. Jesus taught us about stewardship. You cannot love God without giving. And giving is a privilege before God. The joy comes from the act of giving. Remember that God's own everything. But God give us the freedom to decide how much to offer. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, each one of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God's love, a cheerful giver. Kaya kapatid, if you don't feel to give consistently, that's just time we ask the Lord to change our heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.